With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. Congress pushes forward on infrastructure after the Senate passes the bipartisan package. With the Senate having passed the bipartisan $1 trillion infrastructure plan, work now focuses on the broader $3.5 trillion package that's likely to get votes only from Democrats. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. We want to cut taxes for American families. We want to create millions of jobs while tackling the climate crisis. And we want to pay for it by making corporations and the wealthy finally pay their fair share. But Republican Senator Lindsey Graham warns of sticker shock. This will cost well over $4 trillion if fully implemented. Mike Gracia, Washington. New York Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul is preparing to take the reins of power after Governor Andrew Cuomo announced he would resign from office. The Western New York Democrat will become New York's first female governor in two weeks following an unorthodox transition period in which Mr. Cuomo said he'll stay on and work to ease her into the job. Also on SRNews.com, Dr. Andy Shane of Emory University says there are various reasons why children are increasingly becoming infected with COVID-19. Children have returned to the community. Uh, there's been more interaction, um, and therefore there's been more mixing of people, and children who were previously uninfected are now becoming infected. Georgia's most populous county is considering mandating coronavirus vaccines or frequent tests for its employees. California's largest single wildfire in recorded history is running through forest lens as fire crews try to protect rural communities from flames that have destroyed hundreds of homes. The Dixie Fire in the northern Sierra Nevada is 25% contained. On Wall Street, Dow futures are up 27 points. This is SRN News. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB News. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. JSO seeking info on what is being described as a possible kidnapping involving a woman on the west side. This happened around 7 last night along 103rd Street. At some point, a woman was seen getting out of a vehicle walking away. A short time later, the vehicle approached her again. A man reportedly grabbed her and forced her back into the car. New from overnight, we have learned that Jacksonville Sheriff Mike Williams has tested positive for COVID-19. Williams, who has been fully vaccinated, is said to have only minor symptoms and recovering at home. Governor DeSantis says the surge in COVID cases from the Delta variant hasn't changed his opinion that kids should not be required to wear masks in school. We haven't seen any major change in terms of the percentage of of hospitalized COVID-positive folks in in hospitals that are pediatrics. It's 1.3% of all COVID-positive patients are pediatrics. DeSantis in Jacksonville Tuesday. That's Jacksonville.radio news. How long does it take to get to the forest? That's not far. What are we going to do? Hike? Sure. Are we there yet? Yep. It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org, brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. The science now says three feet distancing, not six. But the second largest teachers union in the United States, the American Federation of Teachers, won't go back to teaching. Dennis Prager, weeknights from 10 till midnight on WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow traffic on 95 headed south, just past 295. It's from an earlier accident that has those two right lanes blocked. For now, you're just going to add an extra five minutes, but expect it to slow down even more. That's on 95 headed south, right at 295. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. 
Some clouds today, hot and humid with a chance of rain by the afternoon, 91 are high. This evening, passing clouds with a low of 76, currently 77 degrees. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. A recent study finds medical bills were the largest source of debt in the U.S. from 2009 to 2020. On Tuesday, the U.S. Senate passed a $1 trillion infrastructure package. The bill was passed by a vote of 69 to 30, with the two Florida U.S. Senators voting no. And the Biden administration says they plan on increasing deportations and prosecutions to deter migrants from crossing the U.S. southern border illegally. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Hey, coming up on uh, 705, uh, good Wednesday morning, Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, all the way with you to 9 a.m. right here on Talk Radio WBOB. A lot of issues we're going to get to. Right now, let's kick it off. Fox News' Peter Deuce reports. Are you ready for this? The White House is talking to federal lawyers to somehow maybe intervene in states like Texas and here in Florida because the governor won't put in place a statewide mask mandate. The president is also trying to figure out how to get more people vaccinated. And I understand that to badger those folks is not likely to get them to move and get vaccinated. And has lawyers looking to see if he can intervene in states that don't enforce mask mandates. We're checking that, we, but there are on federal workforce I can't. The feds were reportedly considering withholding funds from Florida. Obviously, we don't want to hurt the people of Florida. Again, Fox News, Peter Ducey. President Biden. Biden yesterday thanked Republicans for going along supporting the $1 trillion infrastructure package. The bill passed 69 to 30. More Republicans supported it here, even including Minority Leader Senator Mitch McConnell. I want to thank a group of senators, Democrats and Republicans, for doing what they told me they would do. The uh, death of this legislation was mildly premature, as reported. That was President Biden yesterday. Florida's two Republican senators, Marco Rubio and Rick Scott, voted against the bill. Republican senator from Louisiana, John Kennedy, says he opposed the bill on several reasons. They told us it was a real infrastructure bill. It's not. Only 23% of the bill is real infrastructure. The rest is Green New Deal and welfare. They told us the bill was paid for. It isn't. We're going to have to borrow maybe up to $400 billion to pay for it. They told us there was no tax increases. There are. Uh, My state's going to have to pay $1.3 billion in new taxes on our petrochemical industry. The Biden White House may be looking at poll numbers, which shows they're not doing well overwhelmingly with the majority of voters out there. On the issue of the border, now according to CBS News, the White House says that border enforcement will be tougher and they will keep in place some of the former president of Donald Trump's regulations dealing with the illegal immigrants and COVID. The Biden administration is increasing border enforcement in the hopes of deterring migration to the U.S. The move comes amid a 21-year high of migrant arrests, as well as concerns about the rapidly spreading coronavirus Delta variant. 
Authorities are now flying Central American migrants deep into Mexico under a Trump-era public health order known as Title 42. The Biden administration extended Title 42 indefinitely. The efforts are more strict than the Biden administration's original border policy. That is CBS News. Medical bills continue to be the largest source of debt in the U.S. from 2009 to 2020, according to a study from the Journal of the American Medical Association. Medical bills, those more than six months overdue, are now the biggest source of personal debt in the United States. A new JAMA study finds medical bills are the largest source of American debt, with a record $140 billion in collections last year, nearly twice the previous estimate. Bills are often higher for people living in a dozen states that chose not to expand eligibility for Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act. Experts say state and federal legislation is needed to fix the debt crisis. And Vernon with CBS Evening News. Governor Cuomo is resigning among a several accusations that he misappropriately touched females. Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York announces his resignation as he stared down the possibility of impeachment after a damning report into sexual harassment allegations against him. The resignation, according to the governor, will be effective in 14 days. Cuomo said, the best way I can help now is if I step aside. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says to school districts that violate his executive order, some of the school leaders of school superintendents and elected school board members could face other of retribution in words of, you may not get paid. The governor doubled down on his commitment to ban mask mandates for kids in schools. His office released a statement saying the State Board of Education could move to withhold the salary of the district superintendent or school board members who violate the law. The law he's referring to is the executive order saying schools can't order kids to wear masks. Parents have the final say. That's from WESH-TV out of Orlando. And for all of you that have been going to restaurants, food costs are going up, but not so much on to you now. I mean, this cost will be passed on, but now restaurants will be paying more to the wholesaler when it comes to areas of beef, chicken, and pork. Tyson Foods is warning customers a price increase is coming as they try to keep up with surging demand and costs. Tyson said it's also struggling to keep up with inflation, saying that costs are rising faster. They can raise their prices, believe it or not. They already raised pork prices by nearly 40% for restaurant customers. Beef and chicken prices have also jumped by 12 and 16%. That is WFXT Fox affiliate. Coming up next, the issue of the medical costs. How do you deal with it? Do you pay as you go? I mean, are they willing to work out a negotiation? Plus, a little bit more on the vaccine mandate. Some of you were stunned that the numbers were not as high, depending on which media outlet you listen to. we got all of this coming up next. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Cars are not moving on 95, headed south right at 295. Those two right lanes are blocked, and you're going to be sitting there for at least seven minutes, but it's going to get worse as more cars get on the road. Again, cars are not moving at all. You're going to be sitting there for at least seven minutes if you're on 95, headed south right at 295. Those two right lanes are blocked. Avoid this mess while you can by taking Main Street. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Are you having difficulty paying your IRS personal or business taxes due to COVID-19? If you owe a tax debt, there has never been a better time than now to get a resolution. The IRS has rolled out historic tax debt removal guidelines under their Taxpayer Relief Initiative. This COVID-19 program provides opportunities to remove or lessen your tax burden that weren't previously available. 
the tax attorneys at J. David Tax Law are right here in Jacksonville and are experts at negotiating with the IRS. At J. David Tax Law, only highly experienced tax attorneys will represent you. Never trust your tax situation to anyone that's not local to you. We've helped thousands of Floridians to overcome IRS and sales tax debt. Let us help you. Call J. David Tax Law today for a no-cost consultation at 904-507-4777. That's 904-507-4777. Or go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. Want to hear some inside scoop? If your kids are as ready to go back to school as mine are, you gotta check out Kohl's. I got my daughters the cutest sew tops for under 18 bucks, Jansport backpacks for 25% off, and 30% off Levi's jeans for me. I even saved an extra 15% and picked up Kohl's cash. So, yeah, not sure who's more excited right now, me or the girls. Select styles. 15% off friends August 15th. Levi's coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store Kohl's account for details. Sunday! the savings event of the season. Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Save-A-Thon. Your chance to save big by bundling your home and auto insurance. But only this Sunday. 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 Unless you're busy, in which case you can bundle Tuesday. 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 Or if you already have dinner plans, then try Friday. 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 But if the week gets away from you, you can just wait till next Sunday. 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 Because Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Save-A-Thon isn't going anywhere. 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 Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. It's important to love what you do and who you do it for. And that's easy when you work at American Electrical Contracting. They're always looking for new ways to invest in their employees. This year alone, they've increased employee benefits by 25%, doubled their life insurance policy, and added an extra scheduled holiday. Plus, they offer tuition assistance for higher education. American Electrical Contracting focuses on excellence and professionalism. Pursue excellence personally and professionally at American Electrical Contracting. Hiring now. Call 737-7770. Visit American-Electrical.com. Coming up on the next edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, what's going to happen with this infrastructure deal plus the budget of $3.5 trillion? Our friend, American Majority founder Ned Ryan, will be with us to discuss, plus Clay. Well, I'm going to go to the school board, Buck. What happens with the mask mandate? We will discuss that and more, plus the continuing fallout of Andrew Cuomo. All that more. It'll be the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show Wednesday. Come hang with us. WBOB. Financial issues with Dan Celia at 9 this morning. Now, back to the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. Eating out is going to cost you more as food companies announce they will be raising their prices for restaurants on items like pork, beef, and chicken. Governor DeSantis' office says the state could defund the salaries of school district superintendents and county school board members who mandate mask wearing in schools. And New York Governor Andrew Cuomo will resign amid growing pressure to leave or face impeachment over allegations he sexually harassed nearly a dozen women. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600, and 101.1 FM, WBOB. All right, let's continue on with the news. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, Dr. Julio Gonzalez, another former state rep here in Florida. He is a very well-known uh, MD down in the southwest Florida area. 
and he's the author of the book, The Case for uh, Free Market Healthcare. So I love this story. We're going to have one coming out in a few days at FloridaDaily.com. Here's the vaccine mandate poll that some of my friends were stunned, Dr. G. They thought because if you listen to the media, these numbers should have been higher in supporting a vaccine mandate. Here's the clip. 49% of the public agreeing with vaccine mandates overall and 46% disagree and 5% are unsure. When it comes to vaccine mandates, 74% of Democrats approve, 43% independents and just 29% of Republicans. Beyond the overall idea of a mandate, CNBC asked about specific situations. We found Americans thinking pretty carefully and making some really clear distinctions. There's majority support, for example, for vaccine mandates for hospital employees on cruise ships and airplanes, on college campuses, and even just barely for federal government employees. But turn the other way, that support drops off when we asked about concerts and the workplace, restaurants. That's uh, CNBC Steve Leisman. So let me set this up. For those of you just tuning in, we cover this story. Here we go. It's barely a 50-50 split of people supporting a vaccine mandate so they think it's okay for healthcare workers uh maybe a little bit on some federal government employees cruise lines but even the vaccinated dr g if you read the story which we did if you want to go to concerts if you want to go to church if you want to go to other outlets you want to go to cruise uh, wait you want to go on a like a disney they the it's like 55 to 60 percent do not support a vaccine mandate of quote you to show that you got the shot not while I'm rocking, dude. I don't want a vaccine, a vaccine while I'm or a mask while I'm rocking. Uh, look, uh, you know what's interesting about this, about the reporting of this data. They, and again, it talks about how horrible the media is in trying to divide us. They talk to you about the Republicans, the Democrats, and the Independents. If you notice in their intro, they say that the poll found that Republicans and the young were against it. Right. And the Democrats and the older people were for it. They don't report the breakdown of the age category. They introduce it, but they don't tell you. And it's really important to know, because if the people who are not getting vaccinated or against getting vaccinated are not just politically different, but if the young people are maybe maybe smartly not getting vaccinated, then then the the effects on them is going to be a lot less than the effects on the elderly. So, I, you know, again, there's there's a lot of uh, things to take away from this poll, at least one of which is the media's bias and, right. and but, their but Doc, continued attempts at dividing us. It's just funny. They also, including those that do not or have not got the vaccine, is young people from 12 to 17. But also, and we had to edit the clip because of time, but what was funny about this is, the even the media, even some of my listeners thought that when you listen to the media, that a support for a vaccine mandate should have been sixty to seventy percent, and it just wasn't there. Right, right. Well, if you listen to, yeah, it's horrible. If you listen to CNN, if you watch CNN, if you want, if you, if you watch the mainstream outlets, this is again a a testament to the concerted uh, attempt by the media to influence our opinions, and you know. Good for us. It's not working as well as they as they right. should. But the misinformation on both sides of the house abound, and that that's tragic because we really do need an objective source of information that we can rely on without having to peel the onion layer back a million times, which most Americans don't have the time to do. Here was Greg Gutfeld from uh, Gutfeld on the Fox News Network on vaccine bullying. Here we go. Bullies out there. Here's a clip. 
But the idea that you can bully and mock somebody to do something reveals that you actually aren't interested in compliance. It just actually feels good to do that. And if you think that the question over vaccination and non-vaccination is, is somehow a marker of IQ, it's not. You can go across the board, brilliant people and stupid people are on the same side. I, I swear, I got to tell you, one of these days, I, I mean, I, I, well, I've got to do it soon. I want to do a panel on all of this discussion between N95, cloth mask, everything else, the Delta variant, uh, our cases going down. I mean, hospitalizations, but ICUs are not as big as what they say it is compared to COVID last year. This is just all over the map. As you told me earlier, it's just gone insane. You know, it's uh, a couple of things. Uh, first, uh, it, it's, it's really sad to see what I'm seeing here over the last week is a lot of effort on the media to get vaccinated people to be upset at unvaccinated people. I'm vaccinated, and if you don't didn't want to get your vaccine, I'm not upset at you. Fine. This, this breakout with the Delta variant is not the fault of the unvaccinated. It's it's a highly, highly, highly contagious virus. And as a matter of fact, what it's going to do, Ed, is it's essentially going to vaccinate everybody. Because essentially this thing is a blessing in disguise because people are going to get vaccinated from getting the, the darn virus, which, by the way, huh. uh, bless be God, it's, it, it has a lower mortality rate and it seems to be less aggressive when you do get it. The other thing that, that's important to know is is that this this one virus, and I kind of touched upon it already, this one virus is so infectious and it's so aggressive that essentially this is going to be done in about three months. And at the end of three months, we might even have herd immunity. I was talking to a University of Florida epidemiologist slash public health expert, and he said, look, we might have 80 uh, percent immune rates by, by the end of September. So, you know, we do, we just got to hunker down, get through it, and it's nobody's fault, and nobody should be pointing fingers at anybody, and uh, just do the best thing you can to do to stay safe. Oh, wow. I hadn't heard that before. Vaccinated one way or the other, huh? <laughs> heard of you. Yeah, yeah, heard of you. Essentially, look, th- think about it. Uh-huh. The, va- the, the Getting the virus, getting the virus is much more effective at getting, at getting you uh immune right now i heard that getting, getting the vaccine i heard that getting the virus only gives you 90 days of protection but you say it's better than the actual yeah, needle? There, is, there is there is uh there is some controversy again about how long it'll last okay we don't know but if it lasts a significant period of time then that's that might be enough to snuff out the at least this yeah. this wave of the virus Doctor. so so, look, the, the bottom line is this. It's nobody's fault. we got to get through it. We've got to stay safe. We've got to stay right. healthy. Those of us who are weaker, get the darn vaccine. If you're strong, uh, consider it. But, but I'm not going to be angry at you for not getting it. Dr. Julio Gonzalez, uh, medical doctor here in Southwest Florida, there in Southwest Florida. Um, he is the author of the book, The Case for Free Market Healthcare. Medical bills, I wanted to talk to you about this. Americans are drowning in medical debt from 2009 to 2020. It was the largest source of U.S. debt. At $140 billion. now compared to student loan debt, that's not a lot. According to the Journal of American Medical Association, here's a clip from CBS News. Medical bills, those more than six months overdue, are now the biggest source of personal debt in the United States. 
A new JAMA study finds medical bills are the largest source of American debt, with a record $140 billion in collections last year, nearly twice the previous estimate. Bills are often higher for people living in a dozen states that chose not to expand eligibility for Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act. Okay, so what they're saying is that for states like Florida and other states that haven't expanded uh, uh, the Medicaid expansion under Obamacare, this is the reason why their costs are going up. Okay, well, we can spend an hour on that. Having said that here... Uh, Dr. G, the old days, you could still work out a patient-doctor relationship. You start at least paying. Creditors want you at least to start paying something. How do you work this out? If people owe money, what do you do? What I do? Man, I give them, I give, I talk to all my patients. I have my staff talk to all my patients who, yeah, I get a lot of patients in the emergency room, right? I don't know them from a hole in the wall. They don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. we got to get it done. Uh, then some of them have insurance. Okay, we got those guys that get out of the way, Medicare included. Those who don't, uh, first thing I do is I have, a, I have my staff have a conversation with them. Second thing I do, I give them the lowest possible rate I could possibly get them. And third thing I do, man, I put them on a monthly payment of sometimes as little as $5 a month, just some token to uh to uh, to demonstrate that they're doing making an effort to pay off their bills. Love it. I think most physicians most most physicians do this uh pretty much all the doctors that I talk to. When I was in the legislature you heard about exceptions and there were some laws passed to try to to curtail that. But I think most doctors um who who get patients uh, who are unable to pay, just bend over backwards to, to not send them into bankruptcy or or, right. or wait until another I, day for them to be able to, to I pay. love it because it's free market what you're talking about, and it's not really being reported by the media. So I love it. Thanks for coming on again today. Dr. Julio Gonzalez, uh, uh, medical uh, doctor in southwest of Florida, author of the book, The Case for Free Market Healthcare. Hey, man, thanks for coming on today. God bless you, man. Have a great day. All right, man. If you want the job, get the jab. Remember, that was a quote from one of the Democrats. Learn all, right. all kind of things from smart people. All right. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson. 725 Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? We're still dealing with that stop-and-go traffic on 95 headed south, and it's only getting worse. Those two right lanes are still blocked, so you're going to be sitting in that for at least 12 minutes. Again, more stop-and-go traffic that you'll be sitting in for at least 12 minutes on 95 headed south, right at 295. Expect it to get even worse as more cars hop on the road. Those two right lanes are still blocked. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-C. This traffic report is brought to you by J. David Tax Law. When you owe the IRS and can't pay, go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is all about safety, your safety. You maintain your car to keep safe on the road. You should maintain your home and business the same way. If you need repair or maintenance for your gated community, home, or business, Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is here to serve you. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is your trusted local family-owned company that prioritizes your safety. They have the knowledge, quality products, and services to provide you with affordable, effective answers. Call Sunbelt Gated Access Systems for maintenance or installation. Visit Sunbelt S. Sys.com. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a healthcare plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. 
MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years, shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch to you can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee. So you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited time offer. You got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. A plumbing problem is an immediate problem. You can't wait around for a convenient time for a plumber to stop by. Roland Reich Plumbing is Jacksonville's award-winning, get-it-done-right-away plumber. Call as soon as you see a problem. Call 904-260-7059. Whether the problem is large or small, routine or a middle-of-the-night emergency, Roland Reich Plumbing is standing by to get it done right, on time, and at the right price. Call 904-260-7059. Your friends and neighbors have relied on Roland Reich Plumbing for years. Roland's motto is, have a leak? No need to wait a week. Call Roland Reich Plumbing at 904-260-7059. Check them at plumbingjacksonville.com. Make Roland Reich Plumbing your plumber. Gives you peace of mind knowing somebody's standing by ready to help you 24-7. Roland Reich Plumbing, 904-260-7059. Contact the Ed Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB. By calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. I'm trying to get to, well, I'll tell you what's going to come up next. I'm, I was looking at some of these Green New Deal climate change nonsense put out there by the UN. I'm going to try to get to it here in a little bit, but did you know that Jacksonville's going to cash in on the infrastructure package if they get it passed? Mm-hmm. What's included? I think there's like a road for Cecil Airport. Okay. But wait till I tell you what's coming up next. I was like, <sighs> who submitted this to be part of the legislation inside the infrastructure package? Guess what? Electric buses. And wait till you hear what it's all about. Oh, I've got to come it up next. Are they driverless? That's a good one. <laughs> I wish they were passengerless at times. All right. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Talk radio, WBOB. <laughs> AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The Senate has passed the framework of a $3.5 trillion Democrat budget bill, approval coming after senators passed a $1.2 trillion compromise infrastructure bill. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is applauding a state Supreme Court ruling that overturned a lower court's temporary restraining order that blocked the lieutenant governor from ordering the arrest and the detention of fugitive Democrat lawmakers who fled the state last month. New York's Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul preparing to take the reins of power after Governor Andrew Cuomo announced his resignation. Cuomo will step down in two weeks. On Wall Street this morning, stock futures have been mixed so far. Right now, Dow futures are up 16 points, while the Nasdaq futures are down 27. S&P futures, three points lower. More details at srnnews.com. 
Angie's List. News on WBOB, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. A man was arrested in connection with the killing of an active-duty U.S. Coast Guard member last week in the city's Riverside neighborhood. 22-year-old Tyree Parker's charged with second-degree murder. On August 3rd, Caroline Schlart called police to report her vehicle was being burglarized outside of her home, and she was on the phone with dispatchers when she confronted the car burglar. That's when Parker allegedly fired a handgun several times, striking her and killing her. Sheriff Mike Williams has tested positive for COVID-19. He's said to be experiencing minor symptoms from the virus. The sheriff's office did note that Williams has received the full complement of the vaccine before testing positive. He's recovering at home. The sheriff's office needs the community's help in locating a woman believed to have possibly been kidnapped on 103rd Street Tuesday night. A witness says that the woman was reportedly being forced into a vehicle. This after she originally got out of the car and walked away. That's Jacksonville.radio News. Experience positive and encouraging teaching from renowned pastor, Bible teacher, and best-selling author, Dr. David Jeremiah. Reserve your free tickets now to attend An Evening with David Jeremiah for an unforgettable night of enriching Bible study, uplifting fellowship, and powerful worship. Coming to Jacksonville at the Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena on Thursday, October 7th at 7 p.m. You won't want to miss this special one-night-only event. Get your free tickets at davidjeremiah.org tour. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? We're still dealing with that stop-and-go traffic on 95 headed south, and it's only getting worse. Those two right lanes are still blocked, so you're going to be sitting in that for at least 12 minutes. Again, more stop-and-go traffic that you'll be sitting in for at least 12 minutes on 95 headed south, right at 295. Expect it to get even worse as more cars hop on the road. Those two right lanes are still blocked. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Some clouds today, hot and humid with a chance of rain by the afternoon, 91 are high. This evening, passing clouds with a low of 76, currently 77 degrees. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. On Tuesday, the U.S. Senate passed a $1 trillion infrastructure package. The bill passed by a vote of 69 to 30, with the two Florida U.S. Senators voting no. The Biden administration says they plan on increasing deportations and prosecutions to deter migrants from crossing the U.S. southern border illegally. And a recent study finds medical bills were the largest source of debt in the U.S. from 2009 to 2020. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600-831-0600 or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM WBOB. So the uh, minority leader, Mitch McConnell, along with uh, 18, 19 Senate Republicans supported the infrastructure package. Well, there you go. Ain't much difference now between them and the Democrats, is it? Oh, I'm, yes, it's not as liberal, it's not as heavy spent as what was proposed, mm-hmm. but just just throwing that out there. Yeah, they met in the middle, you know. You think it's in the middle? 22% really gets a heart. Broadband access is not infrastructure. I, I don't know. That is the reliance on Xfinity or Spectrum to put that out there. If it's not a marketplace for it, then why am I spending $66 billion yeah. for people who could get it through somewhere else? I'm not advocating just letting you know I've got a friend who worked in radio who decided to move out into the middle of nowhere where there's no wiring for the internet, so he had to get on online uh, via satellite. Still had the dial-in. That was his command and control, but it was coming in over satellite, and it was slow as dial-up. So That's his fault. Yeah. 
No, no offense. I wish I could live out in the country like the rest of you rich people. But anyway, but you know what you're getting into. So that's uh, some of the broadband access out there. New York, wait till you hear, not this clip, but the clip following this. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, America's governor. You think they'll ever do any uh, stories on him? You watch. Oh, well, there'll be a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, it, yeah, it'll be like 80% how gritty was dealing with COVID. The which Lifetime is, Network. Yeah, which yeah, which that's where it belongs in a Lifetime. Probably, never mind. Probably belongs on Bravo. But anyway, so, yeah, the Lifetime Network. Reels. Yeah, Reels. <laughs> Anybody watching that either? So, anyway, where, you know, they, they claimed how well of a job he did with COVID. Here's reporter Pete Smith. Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York announces his resignation as he stared down the possibility of impeachment after a damning report into sexual harassment allegations against him. The resignation, according to the governor, will be effective in 14 days. Cuomo said, the best way I can help now is if I step aside. He also said that um, the, the women, by the way, currently, and I'm not talking about previous, like they tried to do with Trump to impeach him. Whatever he did before, you impeach a governor, you impeach him on what he did as a governor, right, Raj? We are consistent about that. Does it, it's wrong if he gets, a, 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 I mean, criminal prosecutions, what he, if he broke state and federal law. But if he did as a governor, then that's a real, that's when he should be impeached. Or candidate. No. You're going to be impeached not as a candidate. you got to be impeached as an elected official. Okay? Got to impeach him for things he did while he was on the job. All right? So... If you want to go after him, I think the nursing home scandal is the bigger item out there. But having said this, so listen to this. So now he, he's 14 days, 13 days now, he's gone. All right? But listen to this next clip. Meet the press on MSNBC's Chuck Todd. Oh, they're already given a lifeline to Cuomo. Oh, he'll make a big comeback. And, of course, in the Democratic Party, he probably will. We know the way our world works. Um, it's amazing the people we've seen make political comebacks. Uh, you know, you can't ever rule it out. He eventually did something that was that that maybe over time will at least give him an opening to oh maybe you know not be a full pariah in the party. Say in in, in three years, four years, five years. I expect in my lifetime. Andrew Cuomo to probably run for office again. What that office is, I don't know. But that's what this resignation tells me today. Was this like a Marion Barry thing? You get busted, crack, boom, serve, and then come back and become <laughs> mayor again? Maybe president one day. People were saying that maybe a year ago that he could make a, you know, maybe a Democrat president one day. Here's host of uh, special, hey, not anymore. Here's the host of special report, Brett Baer. Listen to what he said. Can we wait like one hour, maybe two hours before the Cuomo comeback? <laughs> that, is, that is so true. The Cuomo comeback. If the infrastructure package goes through the uh, U.S. Congress, Jacksonville is going to get hundreds of thousands, a, a couple of million, hundreds of thousands. Let's just put it that way. I think they're going to get 2.8 because they already passed an infrastructure package. Okay. So there's going to be some at Cecil Airport. Um, consumer reporter Lauren Inverno from News 4 Jax. Wait till you hear this. I was, oh, I wanted to throw something in my computer. Um. Guess where the other amount of money, the main component of that two point whatever million dollars, guess where it's going to be funded for here in the city of Jacksonville? Well, Jacksonville is set to receive more than $2.9 million. $600,000 would be used to build an approach road at Cecil Air and Space Port. By the way, is that a state road or a federal road? Which street? On Cecil. Uh, I know where Cecil Field is. What's the road they're talking about? I don't know. 
Is it a federal road or a state road? Probably state. Ah, correcto. So why is the federal government paying for it? Just thought I'd ask. All right, here's more of the clip. Now, the other $2.3 million would be given to JTA, who says the money will... Hold on. The, the other $2.3 is going to be given to the Jacksonville Transit Authority. Uh-huh. Here's what it's going to be spent on. The other $2.3 million would be given to JTA, who says the money will be used to build a solar power system at the oh. Myrtle Avenue Operations Campus and the Armsdale Transit Hub. The goal is to use some of the solar power to help charge even more electric buses in... Oh, so they're not buying buses. They're buying a solar power charging station, basically an electrical power plant using, using solar. How do you th- what do you think they get the electric buses from? They either buy them or they make them. Right. Okay, so, folks, we're spending 2.3 so we can electrify, or no, I guess that's not, so we, we can have electric buses in the community. Okay, here's more of the clip. In the future, the JTA currently has two battery electric buses, which... <laughs> Battery electric buses. Mm-hmm. Here's more. Charging stations at the Myrtle Avenue Operations Campus for testing, in addition to three electric autonomous vehicles being tested at Armsdale as part of the ultimate urban circulator program. I was right. They, were, they are driverless. If they're automated, there's no driver. Yeah, hold on. But, you, this, is, <laughs> but this is part of this. Listen, listen to what they call the, the program again. Okay. At the Myrtle Avenue Operations Campus for testing, in addition to three electric autonomous vehicles being tested at Armsdale, as part of the Ultimate Urban Circulator Program. Ultimate Urban I, I, Circulator Program. So first off, T-tie, T-tie, this is George Jetson stuff we're talking about right. coming to Jackson. To you listening, <laughs> email address is at WBOB.com. 904-831-0600. Here's the question. It's kind of a funny question, but I, I'm just asking. Um, we're going to spend a couple of million for the infrastructure package on electric buses. On top of that, driverless, right? Yeah, well, they are apparently have three of them already they're testing. Yeah. Can I ask a question? How many of you, what do you think about... Putting drivers out of work. <laughs> yeah. How many of y'all would ride a driverless bus, number one? I mean, or, or driverless car? I'd do it. Okay. I, I just, I'd love to hear your views on this. 904-831-0600. Give me the pros and cons. But, folks, if you're going to spend money, it, it, technically, could you not say this isn't real infrastructure or is it considered... It's not like we're putting a road. Okay, I mean, Cecil, okay, if you want to do it, that's a road. But why in the world are we spending on electric buses? I mean, can you not have a manufacturer do that for you, Solar? So I'd love to hear your view on this, 904-831-0600. By the way, I also want to ask a side part question. Yesterday was the first day of school. How many of you all saw kids wearing a mask? I'd love to hear your story. What was the story? Was it chaos? What was going on? What was the story with mask? How many of y'all saw kids wear a mask yesterday? Was it happening? Let's go to John. Hey, John, good morning. Thanks for calling. Good morning. $2.3 million to charge five vehicles. That's a that's a wonderful start. And the other thing is, do they ever do any, any sort of, these buses rumble through Bay Meadows, Beauclair with nobody on them. They don't, you know, they do a further outreach, further yeah. outreach, but you don't even, you don't even see the ridership is not up unless they're going to force everybody into public transportation. And at Beauclair Elementary, those little crumb crunchers didn't have a mask, not near them. I don't think, I guess they were all opt out. All right, John, can I add, this is a complimentary point I'm going to give you, so I preface this, so it's a compliment. You don't have to, what kind of work do you do for a living? 
Uh, let's just say I'm semi-retired. Okay, let me just tell you. Independently wealthy. Hold on, hold on. Let me, hold on. John. No, no, no. not wealthy, semi-retired. Yeah, that means he is. But anyway, he does things for the time. John, <laughs> Ball you, out of control. you have nailed it out of the ballpark. Because let me just say, I'm, on, I'm, and I'm, comp, I'm not trying to pay, I'm complimenting you folks. He broke, John broke down the numbers, boom, like that before I could. Mm-hmm. You broke the numbers down, which is absolutely, I mean, number two, you're correct. I mean, I, I work out down in the Bay Meadows area. I do my walk down in that area. Um, and very few people I see on the buses does it justify the cost. John, you've nailed it is what I'm getting at. Well, I'm glad the buses are there because it gives a place for the homeless people to park in ah! between the uh, the yellow lights and the green lights as they, you know, look for look for a little more beer money from the racetrack. That's that's pretty much correct, John. Good to talk to you. I, I, well, it's what? 98 degrees. I kind of feel bad for the people. They need to go somewhere that has some AC. No, yeah, okay, never mind. You, they, no, Roger, they could. Oh, Roger's got a great point. Mm-hmm. You go to the city rescue mm-hmm. or. City Rescue Mission. City Rescue Mission. Trinity Rescue Mission. Or you go to the unemployment office and find a job. That's very air conditioning. So Roger's got a point. You need to find some air conditioning. So, anyway, John, that was how a good call. Gonna, how are they going to get there, though? They can walk or, or t- take the bus going there. I got yeah. no problem with that. Automated bus. Yeah, aut- automated bus. No driver. Let's go to Sierra. Hey, Sierra, thanks for calling this morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, my little niece uh, started middle school yesterday, and... Um, uh, she said everyone but one person uh, did not have a mask, so everyone is masked except one person in this whole huge school. Really? Well, but, they, they were wearing a mask? They were wearing masks. Okay. But I want to ask, tell you this, though. You were talking about the buses. She did tell me on the way home the bus was completely full. That's three students on each seat, completely full, even the little jump seat. Mm. And no air conditioning. And here you're talking about these stupid empty city buses being air conditioned. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. And that's a long ride home from them kids, packed in like sardines, three in a seat. We're talking middle schoolers and high schoolers. You know, I wish they were, if they had days like that, someone could call in and say, hey, let's use these empty city buses and oh. uh, and help, uh, help out the kids who are you know, packed in with no AC. That's a good idea. Hey, hey Sierra, you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you'll like that. By the way, I thought last week it was Amy, but who, who's counting? But anyway, um, you know what we could do? What's that? We could, those kids can earn a couple extra bucks. When school's done with, mm-hmm. they could start going those buses and start maybe hauling off some of the garbage that's still laying around after school. You know, people's in people's yards, they can't get the the, the, the waste oh, management. Oh, yeah, yeah, the waste management, yeah. Hey, can I tell you a quick story? There, years ago, I don't know if this is happening, but in Central Florida, this was a big news story I was covering about 10 years ago. There was a big brouhaha among school buses. I'm like, Why? what's going on with school buses? The fights? They were allowing kindergarten kids to ride with sixth graders and parents didn't like that mm-hmm. because the sixth graders were a little bit more i don't want to use the word filthier but a little bit more rude mm-hmm. and they didn't want that on passed on to the young kids not, i said not only what? That, that was a good story i was you, covering you talking about middle schoolers and high schoolers yes. there was a report done saying their language when they're That's amongst it. themselves is all, the most obscene things you've ever want to hear. And you yeah. don't want to have your kindergarten hearing that kind of language. Yeah, yeah. you thought you were at a ball game. and uh, They don't talk that way around adults, but when they're around themselves, well, it's like yeah. F-bombs here but, and there. But like, you get wow. what I'm saying? The, uh-huh. There were a lot of parents, I mean, we covered this as a reporter, they they were so ticked off that their kindergarten kids mm-hmm. had a ride with sixth graders, as Roger pointed had the filthiest language, yeah. and guess what? The bus driver can't do anything about it. Mommy, what does blank mean? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Roger gets lonely too. I'll let you got to fill in the blank Stop. anyway. So anyway, all right. 
Uh, that was, I mean, that's an interesting story. All right. Hey, thanks for the calls. 746 Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? We're still dealing with that stop-and-go traffic on 95 headed south, and it's only getting worse. Those two right lanes are still blocked, so you're going to be sitting in that for at least 12 minutes. Again, more stop-and-go traffic that you'll be sitting in for at least 12 minutes on 95 headed south, right at 295. Expect it to get even worse as more cars hop on the road. Those two right lanes are still blocked. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Florida's economy depends on restoring America's Everglades. Everglades restoration will not only improve our environment, it will create 65,000 new infrastructure jobs and support hundreds of thousands of jobs tied to the real estate, recreation, and tourism industries. Let's invest in our future. Restore America's Everglades. Create jobs. Learn more at evergladesfoundation.org. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. I deployed for the U.S. Army in 2003. I've been in eight different IED uh, explosions. Uh, I don't know how many gunfights we've been in. Five and a half years of combat. It takes its toll on you. A lot of cumulative experience and trauma. Canines for Warriors pair specially trained service dogs with vets in need. You know, the thing I can tell you about my dog is... His eyes have that perfect amount of judgment, but also that perfect amount of love. And no matter what I do, he just looks at me like I'm either an idiot or I'm the best thing in the world. Uh, He's my cranky old man, and I love him. Your generosity will go right to work to help pair a struggling warrior with a shelter dog trained to help veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder, traumatic brain injury, and or military sexual trauma. Give your best gift today by going to caninesforwarriors.org. I'm Clayton Bromberg, the president of Underwoods. And a question we often hear is, is how does a local store like Underwoods stay viable against national or international competition? And we have a simple answer. At Underwoods, we've never wanted to be the biggest. What we've always tried to be is the best. If you take this approach, there's some things that come to mind immediately, like fine quality merchandise bought by our experts and high levels of service delivered by a staff of professionals that are helpful and know what they're doing. Then there's some things you don't really think about, like the finer a gemstone, the more rare it is. And these gems are not mass-produced or repeatable because they were made by God millions of years ago, so they don't always fit into the big multi-store national merchandising schemes. At Underwoods, we buy these finer, rare gems and create jewelry pieces that will become the heirlooms of tomorrow. These kind of pieces are available right now. At Underwoods in San Marco, Avondale, or the shops of Ponte Vedra. WBOB is talk radio for Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. Governor DeSantis' office has said the state could defund the salaries of school district superintendents and county school board members who mandate mask wearing in schools. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo will resign amid growing pressure to leave or face impeachment over allegations he sexually harassed nearly a dozen women. And eating out is going to cost you more as food companies announce they will be raising their prices for restaurants on items like pork, beef, and chicken. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831 831- 
888-900-0600 or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Hey, anybody been uh, watching the uh, Mike Lindell Cyber Symposium? Yeah, give us an update because I've missed it, unfortunately. So, um, as I said earlier, a lot of my friends were watching it. Well, how do you know, Ed? Because I heard them all laughing. Um, Here's one of my good friends, one of my close, who who bought into the whole election. I mean, listen, folks, there was fraud that happened, but you got to prove it. Not, Not because... Not, not because Mike Lindell or Sidney... You, no, you need to have legitimate news groups reported. Here's one of my buddies who who believed a lot of this, uh, Roger. He says, listen, I was watching. He goes, Ed, blinking graphics on a screen. Quote, look at all of this internet traffic on the night of the election of Germany. <laughs> he says, Mike, that's your screensaver, Mike. <laughs> Some of that will kick in. The yeah. flying toasters. What was the that fl- called? Yeah. So I'm just putting it out After there. dark, yeah. Hey, more costs are going up. At your local restaurants. Tyson Foods is warning customers a price increase is coming as they try to keep up with surging demand and costs. Tyson said it's also struggling to keep up with inflation, saying that costs are rising faster. They can raise their prices, believe it or not. They already raised pork prices by nearly 40% for restaurant customers. Beef and chicken prices have also jumped by 12 and 16%. Roger, 40% for pork? That's not. We're not talking about federal spending. We're talking about the food out there, actually, as well. Forty percent of that is going up, which means this isn't because of uh, of the minimum wage. You know, you, we talked about this earlier. You know, That's we, a big hike. Yeah, you know, when you if you would have hiked the minimum wage, you, you got food costs, which is not a really high margin rate for restaurants, unfortunately, out there. So you pass the cost on, or you cut back, or you cut workers. Now you ain't cutting more workers. Because you ain't got enough of them. Mm-hmm. Now you got to pass the cost on to the consumer. Exactly. It's going to get more expensive to eat out. And they can't cut the, the pay on workers. They don't pay them anyway. Tips here will pay most of the restaurant workers. Yeah. The, uh, here's a couple other clips. Um, here's townhall.com. Katie Pavlich. The media is acting like Governor DeSantis is against masks. Wrong. Remember the governor came out and said, that to, hey, listen, you're going to violate my executive order. By the way, I, I'm a big fan of the governor. You, many of you know that. Because he's a free market guy for the most part. And I, I and I, well, I don't know. The other part, I don't know. But to me, he's a free market guy. Having said that, I would have I done an executive order. I, I would have passed mm-hmm. it through the state legislature. Just because when it goes to court, it's a little bit more of a stronger law to defeat or to defend. Because it is a law, not an executive order. Because now you're going to have some judge saying that he overstepped his boundaries, whatever. But the governor came out and made another um, comment this week that said that, hey, listen, or his office did. So to the school districts out there that, hey, listen, if you violate my executive order, your your pay could be suspended. And so the media is like, oh, you know, DeSantis is against mask, against mask. I'm glad that Governor Ron DeSantis is uh, focusing on the fact that the media is reporting that he is banning masks. He is not banning masks. He is banning mandates and allowing people to make their own decisions. It's important to remember how we got to this latest round of panic over masks because the CDC just re-implemented masking and the CDC director came out and said, we're re-implementing masking because vaccinated people- Not a slip of the tongue. Are infecting vaccinated people, and therefore vaccinated people need to wear masks indoors. That's a- ah, that's Katie Pavlich from Townhall.com. I've had inter- um, some friends of mine go, "Hey, I, I got the vaccine. Oh, my husband got it. He's got it too. Well, mm. where to get it? Well, Ed, he works out of the home. He didn't get it anywhere else. I kept asking, well, where did he get it? Do they both work out of the home? She could have gone out. And no, went they to both the store. work at home. Yeah." So, yeah, because they're still doing two weeks on, two weeks off. Hmm. So I'm like, mm, interesting on some of that as well. 
So uh, that was Katie Pavlich for townhall.com. Uh, more coming up next, 755 Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? We're still dealing with that stop-and-go traffic on 95 headed south, and it's only getting worse. Those two right lanes are still blocked, so you're going to be sitting in that for at least 12 minutes. Again, more stop-and-go traffic that you'll be sitting in for at least 12 minutes on 95 headed south, right at 295. Expect it to get even worse as more cars hop on the road. Those two right lanes are still blocked. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. I'm Lou Dobbs. Biden plan would cripple airlines, microchip shortage, forcing Tennessee Nissan plant to close. Those stories next. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? My name is Ron Legrand, and over 39 years, I bought over 3,000 houses without using my money or credit and taught thousands to do the same. Today, even in a COVID environment, we buy nice houses in nice neighborhoods using no banks, realtors, contractors, license, or other costly entanglements, and build big cash flow and huge wealth without the hassle of tenants, and all without using credit or little or no money. Text INCOME to 620-622-5500, and I'll send you my free training and show you exactly how we do it. I promise it'll open the door to a new lifestyle that doesn't involve risk or rehabs and can quickly replace your current income. Text INCOME to 620-622-5500 and let me show you how to take your life back and build a big cash flow quickly. That's INCOME to 620-622-5500. Again, INCOME to 620-622-5500. President Biden and his administration are quietly discussing weaning aircraft off fossil fuels in America by 2050. Under the guise of so-called climate change, Biden will push for jet fuel from 100% renewable resources. The ongoing shortage of microchips essential in the production of new cars is about to force temporary closing of Nissan's massive factory in Tennessee. The Smyrna facility will close for two weeks beginning Monday next week. This Friday, officials in Missouri will hold the first of five drawings in the state's China virus lottery. A final tally shows 375,000 state residents have been vaccinated against the virus, making them eligible for prizes of up to $10,000 in cash when Friday's drawing takes place. Please join me three times each weekday for my updates from the Salem Radio Network. Here on this station, this is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. This is Bill Gunderson, professional money manager and host of the Best Stocks Now show. I've been a professional money manager for the last 22 years. Uh, I write a weekly newsletter called Best Stocks Now. If you'd like to get a free sample, you can go to GundersonCapital.com. Make sure to tune in to Best Stocks Now on this station. Tune in to Best Stocks Now with Bill Gunderson every Saturday afternoon at 2 here on WBOB. And Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. on our sister station, Talk 100.3. To bypass the CNNs and the MSNBCs. To bypass the New York Times and the Washington Post. ABC and NBC and CBS. There's some fellow conservatives out there who are very troubled by this. They haven't even acknowledged what just took place. It's okay. They'll learn to understand. It's not about personality. It's about liberty. That's our watchword. Liberty. And I'm very excited about this. Mark Levin on Talk Radio, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. 
WBOB. Interesting story that's come out. The Manatee Protection Act. Many of you know I'm from, born and raised down in the Brevard County area. Um, and I dealt with this as a boater and a fisherman. Manatees are cool as anything. I don't know why you can't touch them, but they're great. But uh, now uh, law enforcement, or I should say elected officials, want to move the, the manatee from threatened to endangered. They say that uh, 890 manatee deaths in the state between the start of July, the start of 2021 and the end of July. But we've seen record numbers close to this before. Manatees are starving. Folks, do you know who, what animal eats seagrass, which kills some of the fishing industry more than anything else? What kills it besides besides natural causes is manatees. Boats aren't killing them. They're more die of natural causes because of cold weather mm. as well. See, this is not being reported by the Save the Manatee crowd and all the animal rights people out there. So, again, we have to come on to revise their revision of the truth. All right. More coming up next, 8 a.m. and Roger Talk Radio, WBOB. AM 600 WBOB, Jacksonville. 101.1 FM, W266CX, Fruitco. Talk Radio.